Blog Talk Radio. This is really, the really a good cause for this right now here. <laughs> we had that on from last week. That's your new favorite real, button, huh? Yeah. Because the, the other ones are the other ones are whack. Hold on, real quick, because that's the big. This is supposed to be like the impact, like somebody just running into something. <laughs> you can't even tell what that is. I'll give it to you. Again. It's supposed to be the, the impact. <laughs> And then here's the applause. Like like, or something. Yeah, like if you try to like like okay, you did so great. We want to give you some applause. Ooh. But that sounds more. It sounds like a bunch of bees. Like like a a herd of locusts. Or <laughs> so. And then we use this one. We've had that one because it's well, like, why are you ringing the bell after the match yeah. and somebody's attacking? Like they're gonna say, oh, there's the bell, so we're gonna stop or whatever. So yeah. the only one we use the most is the baby crying. So, anyways, yeah. for the people listening to this, you're here. You're at UWC Radio. Don't forget, you can go to UnitedWrestlingCouncil.com to check out all the latest information. But we got so much to talk about at the 15 minute mark. We got Legend Daryl coming up because. You know, they were booked last week, and, of course, I cut everything, and, you know, because I had the big rant. We went almost two hours on the show or whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, a bunch of people called in and talked and kind of got it, which was pretty cool. You know, then they, then they kind of got it from the horse's mouth. Solomon Grandi even called in, you know, who was one of the first major Americans to go to yeah. Mexico and start yeah. working out there and stuff like that. So there was a lot of positive feedback, and then there was a lot of negative feedback. So we'll talk a little bit about that, and then we want to talk about you know, the the big show that's coming up because a lot of things have changed, you know, and, and we're going to talk about that uh, real quick. But um, first of all, we got to make sure we get this in. Manny's going to kill me because, you know, I wrote all new commercials for, for Paul's photos and, and for um, point yards after contact. I don't know where they're at, man. I barely made it to the show today. We work, we, we work so much and it, it goes so late. That I, I barely have enough time to get to the gym because I got to get on a treadmill because I'll be I'll be 400 pounds, you know, before we know it. I'm working towards something, yeah. so I had to get. And then by the time I get back and and stuff, you know, I got to get the show going and I got to advertise and stuff like that. So I barely have enough time, you know, to get going. So luckily we're here. But you know, the big this Saturday is the big Paul's photos, um, yeah, photo shoot slash live broadcast. Now, this one is is of the utmost importance because we got so much going on we're bringing all the good equipment we're bringing all i got some you know some gold mics and stuff like that so we have the whole full setup because <laughs> after the last show there's so many people that are interested in in a sponsorship and stuff like that so we have a package that we're putting together but they're like well, well what does the team consist of and like cause you know it's me it's sonia it's manny it's p jr so they want that in the picture and some background you know to, to know the background of everybody so we're trying to put all that together now 
Sonia, you are, are I think maybe Pete Jr. might have went to one of the um, photo shoot uh, live broadcasts. Have you ever been to one? I don't think you've came to one yet, right? Um, no, I haven't came to one yet. I think Peter probably okay. has. Well, let me, we'll, we'll tell the people what to expect on that. But real quick for the people listening, if you want to come down and check it out, it's this Saturday. It's from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. It's at Paul's Photo, who's been a, a big sponsor and supporter since the beginning. It's at 23845 Hawthorne Boulevard in the city of Torrance. We're going to be there from about 10 a.m. to 12. Um, I try to wrap it up by 12, but, you know, we keep going. Nobody wants to go home. I don't know if they're waiting for us to bring out the trophy yeah, they, or yeah, something, but nobody fun. wants to go home. So we stay for a while. So, we're going to talk a little bit about what goes on there. But before we talk about what goes on there, this is, you know, we had, we had uh, a meeting on Manny and I try to meet every Sunday just to make sure we have everything ready to go. We ended up, we ended up staying at, at the local grind coffee house for almost four hours yeah. because there was just so wow. much stuff to go over and then the feedback about the show and, and the wrestlers and stuff like this. So we'll, we'll try to talk a little bit about that too, if we have some time, but, this is this is what happens. You know, the first one, I didn't know what to expect. I thought, photo shoot, what the heck? You know, we'll have the guys come down. Maybe they'll get some good photos or whatever. But what it is, is, you know, yeah. I set everything up for the live broadcast. Luckily, you know, we have Cody Rhodes back working with us because I have no idea. I'm the most yeah. computer illiterate person on earth. So we do the, the, the two times we've done the live broadcast, I've tried to upload them onto a file of my own. And I ended up erasing one. And then... The other one, it was only like eight to ten seconds of audio, and then it cut off. So luckily we, oh. got, we got all that fixed so I could send it to Cody, and then he could upload it and then put it on on the website or whatever. So that that's, that's cool. Awesome. This will be the time we, we get that done. So what it is is we set up, you know, everything for the live broadcast, and then we used to do something called Chop Trivia, which is where, you know, we, yeah, we I seen that on have Facebook. a question – yeah, and and they they um, if they get it right, they can take something from the prize table. If they uh, get it wrong, somebody gets chucked. But ever since Manny uh, bought the cornhole boards from uh, one of our now sponsors, um, uh, Yards After Contact, now it's the the whole thing is the the cornhole board or whatever. You know what I mean? So we started yeah. doing that. And if you can make one, you can get something from the prize table. If you if you miss, somebody gets chopped. But it completely turned around yeah. into um, – I hold on a second, Sonia. God darn it. Uh, I'm sorry. Hold on. I got Let me give this oh, message no real quick. Be calling you in 10 minutes. <laughs> so sorry about that. I had to get that. Hey, live radio. But anyways, so – yeah. Okay. We used to. This went all the way back to when I was working at Tap Out Radio, and then I used to do a show called uh, oh. Wrestling One Hundred and One with the, with a the guy named the Big Schweck. And this this was the lineup that that worked this show. It was my okay. In the booth was Big Schweck, Samoa Joe, and uh, Looney Lane. That that's who was in the booth. And then on the outside, I was on the outside. Uh, when they had a chat room and I was in the chat room and then Joe Schmo, the producer was next to me. And then John Cena was next to him. That, that was the show. That's how we started. And then big, <laughs> big swag started the, the chop trivia and it kind of took uh-huh. off from there. I started doing it at tap out. And let me tell you something. They could care less what the uh-huh. prize was. They just wanted to see somebody get chopped. I mean, we did yeah. uh, this. I can't remember what the name of it was for Tap Out, but we, I mean, my boy Luis had to take like 
eight chops, and he was already done. So I had to take a couple because it just kept going. So now it, it's blossomed yeah. to where the cornhole board. If you if you okay, if you can make one out of four, you can get something from the prize table. If or or you can choose to chop somebody or whatever to get somebody chopped. So we started playing that, and then Manny's daughter upped it one more. I think it was Delia, and she said. If I can hit two in a row, can I choose who gets chopped? And we're like, yeah, bam, she hits two in a row. So she goes, I go, all right, who do you want? Who do you want to get chopped? She goes, my dad. <laughs> so we chopped Manny. So nobody, they could care less. What we, I mean, we still have the price. I think we gave away two. We gave away like a, a, a BJ Penn MMA action figure and something else. I can't remember oh. what else we gave out. But everybody else wanted to see somebody get chopped. <laughs> So we do that. We have the corner yeah. boards out there. The kids do. We play chop trivia. And then, you know, we do the live broadcast. But Paul has uh, like a, a class. He has like an advanced class. And then he has graduates. So they all come. And they have these backgrounds that yeah. you can take a picture. And then they have all this different light. I never knew that this existed, this lighting that really, like filters and stuff that really make you look good. I mean, if you can make me look good, you know. That, that's pretty cool. So when the wrestlers came down and saw that and they got these great pictures and they got video and all this stuff, they're like, dude, when's the next one? And then the people who didn't go, they're like, bro, I didn't know. And I said, well, that's what you got to go, yeah. man. You, know, I you never know. I seen the videos happen. on Facebook and I was like, damn, how come I didn't know? <laughs> yeah, no, well, we, you know, it, it kind of blossomed in, into this big thing now. And I was talking, I think we were talking about it earlier or whatever, that Guyam was he had like the cape and all that, and and he they would have him run so the cape would fly, and he had some really cool pictures, and, and one of them came out so good that Paul blew it or not Paul uh, Mark, who's the owner, he blew it up, and it's in in the shop now. So now every time you go there, you see that picture of Guyam, and I'm like, dude, everybody's gonna know who you are now. So it's really cool, and it really turned out to yeah. be something that's really cool. So now the wrestlers know if they go. They come in their gear. They get to meet the people. A lot of people show up now. They get on the air for the live broadcast, which I can now send to Cody so he can get out on all social media and the website. And, you know, you get a ton of photos, they, different backgrounds and lighting, so you can choose whatever you want. And if you want some 8 by 10s to, to sell at the at, at the venue or whatever, boom, they take care of you. So definitely want yeah. to come down and check yeah. it out. Now, Sonia, are you guys going to be able to come down? Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be there. I can't wait, actually. <laughs> okay, well, then I guess the main really question cool. is, will you take a chop or will you just give it over to Pete Jr.? Peter. Peter takes them. <laughs> I don't know. I can't get chopped and not attack back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny because that that just took it up to another level. We're like, uh, you know, she goes, if I can hit two in a row, can I choose? And I'm like, all right, I guess. And bam, she hit two in a row like it was nothing. So it, it, gotta, it looks a little easier than it is, but but you'll see what I'm talking about when we get there. But it's yeah, good because, I see you know, the, yeah, there's a whole purpose for it now the, because I we need to get. I think you've chopped these, Sean, Sean Black, is right? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know who. Yeah, uh, I see that Somebody one. hit somebody hit two in a row also, and and asked for Sean Black. So that one, I was able to get the yeah, microphone. Yeah, I've seen that one. And, yeah, so you can really you can hear it from the street or whatever. It was yeah. really cool. Yeah, so so um. <laughs> That that's coming up, so you definitely want to come down. It, it's a good it's a good time for all. You get yeah. to meet the wrestlers. You get to you know, and it's cool because we'll all be there, even my sister. Yeah, you know, 
when when I was working for On the Mat, Scotty Nelson, who I still work for to this day, he he's a genius, man. He knew so much and, and the things to do. So you know when you go to these signings and it's a two hour wait. Like say you're going to go see Ric Flair yeah. and you're waiting in line for two hours and yeah. you're just bored stiff. I mean everybody has a phone now and they can go online and go check their stuff or whatever. But but before that and even still to this day. He's the one who connected the, the big the big house speaker to the broadcast. So while you were in line, you could hear us interviewing like Uriah Faber and, you know, Anderson Silva and all these yeah. different people. So you weren't bored. You were in line, but you could still hear the interviews. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. So that's kind of what we do there as, as you're waiting for the guys to change or whatever, or for the next wrestler to yeah. come out, we're, we're doing the live broadcast and you're, you're playing, you know, with the cornhole boards and doing all kinds of, it's really, it's really, really cool. And there's a lot of yeah, stuff that's the, nearby. If you want to go, you know, uh, yeah, get coffee. For my first one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cool. It, it's really cool. And it's a good chance for, for, to get the good pictures, which now is a purpose because we want to get that, that, uh, the pictures and the team yeah. photos for the sponsor packages. So it really, it, it really works yep. out. So make sure if you want to come down, check it out. It's going to be this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. to noon. Uh, we usually say noon, but, you know, it, we, I don't think we've ever got out of there before 3 o'clock, to be honest with you. But we'll stay, you know, as long as people are there. We'll try to get out of there at noon, yeah. but we'll see what happens. So if you want to come down, check it out. It's Paul's photo. It's <coughs> 23845 Hawthorne Boulevard. And it's in the city of Torrance. We'll make sure we post it up on our social media uh, and stuff so that you guys know to, to come down or whatever. It's really cool. So make sure you come down and check that out. Now, we're going to get to, to Legend Daryl because we didn't get a chance to uh, put him on the air since I canceled everybody um, last week or whatever. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll expand a little bit more on that. And we'll talk a little bit more about the big car coming up. So for the people listening, don't forget, this car has bubbled up into something, you know, my phone – there's a few times that I just want to throw it in the water because it just keeps ringing and ringing. And after the show that we had last Wednesday, which was a special show or whatever, I mean, we, we took some people off the card, you know what I mean? And we added some people because, yeah. like I said, when I went with Manny Sunday, he said, he's done. Get them out, you know, whatever. If they don't want yeah. to do business, they can. Boom, that was it. So we made some adjustments, yeah. and we did, you know, we did some things. And there was a lot of people, hey, bro, uh, let me know. I just want to work or whatever. So we, we we switched it around a little bit, and we'll talk a little bit about that. So let me take a break. Let's get Legend Daryl on here. We'll talk. He's got a big match coming up at that show, too, that's bubbling. I mean, this show just keeps growing. By the time June 26th gets here, hopefully it'll be standing room only or something because it's just it's, really yeah. starting to yeah, and we look forward to it. So, Sonia and I will be right back after that. That's right. Hang on. We'll, yeah. We're going to get Legend Daryl on here, and we'll be good to go. Hang on, everybody.
Matt Legendaro ready to roll. But for the people listeners, you're here. You're at UWC Radio. Don't forget you can check out unitedwrestlingcouncil.com to check out all of this information. I got Sonia with me. I'll, I'll be like, there go, Sonia, Sonia, are you there? <laughs> From my, so you sound from, like him right now. <laughs> yeah, that's I, that stays in my head because I remember that so many times. I'd be over the house, your mom would be making me a cup of coffee or whatever because she knew how. But she'd go, "Hey, I got this new stuff or whatever. Let's try that." Yeah, absolutely. And they go, "Sonia, Sonia, where are you?" <laughs> I heard that a lot. So, Aww, so um, I miss him. Real quick, uh, tomorrow's gonna be a year. I, yeah, I know. We were talking a lot about that, and you know, it, it kind of. Uh, you know, it, it sucks, you know, that of everything would happen, but it's just like, it, it sounds so, yeah. so word, cliche or whatever, but it lives on. I mean, it lives on, especially through me and yeah. Manny and, and even the bomber, Bronx it has bomber. Like, yeah. It has, that's so it's like, um, for us, well, for me, I don't know about, I'm pretty sure my siblings feel the same way, but being in, into the rest, like getting back into the wrestling world and like working with the company again, it's like, it's been great because we kind of still yeah. feel, have that feeling of him being around, you know, like, yeah, yeah, he's not there, but his spirit is, you know, and people celebrating him and, you know, like, it feels good. It, like, yeah, the, it helps. The influence, you know, it, it's still there, so it yeah. lives on and just, just the stuff that we do. Let's give Daryl a call, yeah. see if he's, he's ready to go. Okay. And uh, he, he's a prime example. Of of what I'm talking about mm-hmm. when we talk about booking people and stuff like that. Hopefully this thing I don't know what this is. Hey Daryl, are Please you there? Please leave your message for five six oh, two. two. Still there? <laughs> what? He doesn't want to answer the phone. I just sent him a text. He just he just sent me a text that he's going to be ready. Hold on, now I got see see. I was just getting ready to to put him over, and then he goes and does something. Hold on, maybe he had to go to the bathroom or something. Maybe he had a, a oat milk. Uh, Latte that I had from oh man it was it went right to me. Uh, Hold on now he's now he's texting. You didn't have a root beer? What what is wrong with this? You know what? Not uh, not that day. Hold on a second. You know I forgot all about it and I went and got uh, a regular yeah. coffee or whatever because that Jessica went to the nail good, the nail though. lady down the street. Yeah, I forgot all about that. That's the whole reason like I, I went. Hey Daryl, so can good. you hear me? Hello. Hey. So, yeah, I can hear you. Uh, Hello. Good. Hey, you're live on on uh, UWC Radio. Real quick for the people listeners, you're here. You're at Duke, UWC Radio. Don't forget to check out UnitedWrestlingCouncil.com. Big show coming up. Sonia and I are here, and on the line with us now. I have to apologize because I killed everybody last week, but I definitely made sure that I got them on this week. Legendary. Real quick, Sonia, say hi to Legendary. Hey, how's it going? Hello. How are Hello. you today? Hey. Can you hear me? <laughs> Yeah, I can hear you fine. Hey, hey Daryl, real quick, okay. before we get it, get into talking about what's going on and stuff like that, did you get a chance to listen to the show at all last week uh, when when I went on? We went on for two hours talking about booking and pay and spots on the card. Did you happen to listen to that at all? Only bits and pieces of it. I uh, only listen to the podcast when I'm generally on the road. Yeah, well... Yeah. He, here's here's the thing. I want to talk a little bit about, you know, because I saw, I saw Daryl at the... Um, Uruesu Dojo show. Okay, I saw him there. And then when they had the next one coming up, I, I called uh, Durango and I said, hey, if any of you guys want to come down and push the next show or whatever, send them down. We're more than happy to, you know. And Legendaro was the only one who came down. 
So when I saw that and I saw, hey, man, this kid's hungry. You know, he wants to get his name out there. He wants to let people know where he's at and stuff like that. I said, that's, that's, we're going to put him, we're going to book him on the next show, which we did, which is coming up on this big show. So, Daryl, real quick before we, we, we continue on, talk a little bit about that because, you know, that's what the whole thing was on the show last week. We're trying to get you out there. We might not be able to pay you $1,000. But we'll give you, we'll try to give you something, but we want you to come out there and shine, and, you know, to get your name and your brand out there. And with the work that you put into it, it it's going to come, right? Right. Well, I'm not really in this right now. Uh, I'm I'm still starting out. I'm not in this for really the money. I'm more in it for the opportunity. I can make money right. later right now. I just want to show people what I can do so they can see what I'm worth and then, you know, you know, if fate deems it so, or after, you know, I've put in the work, I can start worrying about, you know, how much I can make. Right now, I just need to show how much I'm worth. Right, right. And, and right. Sonia, you, you get what I'm talking about? I saw him work, and yeah. I saw what, what he could do. And then when he made the effort to come down and get on the live broadcast and get his, get his name out there and talk a little bit about the business or whatever, I'm like, you know, this is the kid who wants it. Yeah. So then when I, I called him yeah, and said, hey, look, that man. Stuff, that makes you show. Exactly. Exactly. So now that we got this big show coming up, which is bubbling up into huge, he's going to be a part of it. You know, this is this is what I'm saying. So yeah. real quick, before we continue, big show coming up. It's called Major Love. It's Sunday. It, it's not till June. It's June 26th. And it's going to be at the Metroflex Gym where we where we've been doing the shows. It's at one two five five one East Carson Street in Hawaiian Gardens. Make sure you check it out. So uh, before we talk about you, you know, the show and who you're wrestling and stuff like that. I know you've got a lot coming up because not only were you working at Puresu Dojo show, but you recently worked a cage match at, was it at OCCW? Yes, it was OCCW against Ronnie Angel. Well, tell me a little bit about that because, that, you know, them cage matches, there's nowhere to go. And if you take one wrong step, bam, you're in the cage. Well, it was my first cage match that I've ever been in, besides the fact that I busted my lip open after getting smashed, um, and my head smashed inside the cage, um, I thought it was a good experience, you know, being able to figure out how, because I'm a lucha, um, you know, I'm lucha trained, um, so we kind of need the ropes and stuff in order to bounce around and do our thing, so I had right. to, like, really adjust my yeah. movesets in order to operate in that. So, so, I mean, it was a really, yeah. This was this was at the um, at the American Legion post. Was it inside or was it outside? It was inside. Ah, okay. Is there that? Okay, for lack of a better term, it's kind of compact in there. So not only that, mm-hmm. but if you're outside sitting by the cage, you're right there. I mean, the, the fans are like literally right there or whatever. So one wrong move wow. and bam, you can take somebody out or whatever. So where the rules were, you have to climb out the top of the cage or do you pin them or do you have to escape the cage? What were the, the you can, uh, it, was, it was, it was, it was escape submission or pin. Oh, wow. Hold on. Sorry. Um, yeah. So the ring was essentially basically, uh, the, the steel cage is essentially, um, just a weapon, an extra weapon we could use. Yes. And uh, Ronnie Angel, that's a, that's a big dude, man. Were you able to toss that dude around, or or talk a little bit about that? Because I oh yeah, him. I mean I was that's I a mean big dude. he's not that big. I've dealt with heavier guys than that. He was actually pretty light for all the stuff I needed to do. Um, you know, I was able to do Mishinoku's flying sentons. You know, whatever I needed to get him up for. You know, 
his size wasn't that much of a factor. Well, so, give me an example uh, of guys that you that you've wrestled that were a lot bigger. I mean, what's the biggest dude you've ever wrestled? Well, let's see. Well, uh, well, let's see. Nightmare is a big dude. Um, I know you've probably seen Abdul a few times. Um, uh-huh. He's pretty massive. Uh, Doctor Maldad is probably, um, for lack of a better term, the heaviest. Yeah. So, I mean, I've I've lifted heavier dudes than that. Um, so I wasn't really intimidated by Ronnie Angel's size. Uh, he was a little stronger than I'm used to, but then I just did my best not to get hit. So I mean, but, it's all it's all about adjusting. But I mean. It, yeah. Yeah, that's the reason why I ask because when when I'll give you an example. When you talk about Dr. Maldad, the original Dr. Maldad who you've heard of, you know who Acero Dorado Jr. is, right? Yes. Well, his his father-in-law was the original Dr. Maldad and he was a big dude. And man, I've wrestled him a few times and you talk about bringing it out in you. Like that dude, if if you didn't know how to protect yourself or whatever, dude, he was you were gonna be sore the next day. He would just bring it out of you. You had to up your game to you know when I had to wrestle that dude. So it was a kind of like that. The bigger those guys are, you got to up your game, and and it kind of brings you to another level, right? Right. Well, it's not more about being able to pick them up. It's more about letting them catch you because. I've had instances where I've tried to do a diving crossbody on my dad, and he could catch me mid-air, and then basically do whatever he wants to me. And then that's kind, of, yeah, and that's kind of the whole issue. So um, yeah, it's not that me being worried about carrying them because I can carry, I can carry my dad too. Um, no, yeah. the issue is more along the lines of if they get their hands on you, they can do whatever they yeah. want. Yeah. Yeah, and it, I, I've been to a few of the Wrestle Dojo shows, and, and it, it is a big mixture, you know, or whatever. And it, it's pretty cool that now that they're running over there at the at the at the soccer place over there in the city of Torrance or whatever. That's pretty cool. That whole atmosphere is pretty cool. So it, it's nice. And, and again, this is why why we have people like Legendary and stuff like that. Like uh, Sonia and I were talking about earlier. It, 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 now that I'm older, I have a chance to go to some of these shows and just sit and watch and see some of the people and, and then scout talent and say, hey, man, if I put this guy with this guy, it, it's going to be a good show. So with that being said, when we started putting the card together for Major Love, I put together – because Rayo de Plata has been around for a long time. I've known that dude for years. We've wrestled all over the place, Compton, East L.A. or, or whatever. So I put him – with Jim Stranger, Jim Stranger comes from Com- uh, Sean Black's Compton Mania or whatever. So you've got the Lucha style and then the, the, the American style. So then when I put Legendero with Maligno, and Maligno's the, the Lucha Libre Alliance middleweight champ, and I said, man, this combination is, is, is going to make it pop because you got, you know, everything there. Lucha, strong style, you've got, you know, uh, pro wrestling or whatever. That That's, that's going to be huge. So first of all, Legendary. Are you familiar? Are you familiar with any of these guys? Rayo de Plata, Maligno. Oh, I don't. Uh, Unfortunately, Maligno, I've I've not. I've um. When you pronounce who I was carrying and teaming up with, I mean, I've glazed like their Instagrams a little bit so I can get like uh-huh. an idea of what I'm dealing with. But uh-huh. before then, I I'm unfamiliar with all of them. Yeah, you know, I so actually. going to be like that, another. Yeah, I I saw Maligno at the at the um at one of the Puresu Dojo shows, but he didn't have his mask or whatever, so I couldn't go, Malindo, or whatever. So I saw him, I talked to him for a minute. So he's seen you. I know that for sure because he was there. But 
I'm telling okay. you, with this with this combo that I put together, it, it's gonna be it, it's gonna have a little bit of everything in this match. So definitely want to make sure you check out that match. We we know we've been working so much to to put together this specific card that's gonna really pop or whatever. So with that being said, talking to legendario uh, legendario real quick about that. Uh, talk a little bit more about getting yourself out there, man, because this is this is where I have the problem. Because this is, you know, now that I'm, I'm booking some shows right. and I'm working with different companies and stuff like that, to me, it seems like a, a lot of the guys just want to put their stuff out on Facebook or YouTube, and then that's it. But, you know, talk about that. If, if there's a podcast or if there's, you know, some sort of live appearance that you can go to or whatever, you're going to try to make as many as possible to get your name out there, right? Because you, you yeah, that's, sure stuff like yeah that's what I'm doing. Uh-huh. I do. Okay. I do. Um, like, no, that's, that's, like, a lot of it. Um, in a good way is, like, anytime I can, like, if um, I know, like, one of my peers needs, like, a carpool to a show, um, and then they can introduce me to a booker. Um, like, I'm mm-hmm. actually going to be participating in the VWE Rumble. Um, right. This weekend, hosted by a little, yes. So, I mean, um, any opportunity is a good opportunity, you know, to make a name, get yourself out there, show people what you can do. Um, so, like, when Durango told me about the podcast, um, Besides being punctual, because, you know, you were tremendously surprised I was uh, there early. Yes, that, was, um, that was You know, I, it's, it's all about, yeah, I, I'm very, I'm really aware of, you know, the whole rules of Lucha Time, um, but um, I've just, I've always, I, I want to make the right impression in that, in that kind of regard, and especially when I'm representing someone else, um, because I was representing the dojo at the time. Yeah. So, you know, if I have that kind of, professional attitude, you know, I want other people to be able to see that, uh, whether it be Little Cholo, whether it be um, John, who does OCCW, doesn't matter who, um, I just want to be able to make the right impression, so that way they'll be like, okay, this dude's defendable, this dude's reliable, um, let's see what we can do with him in future shows, so... Yes. Yeah, I, I mean... I, I, I agree 100%. That's what, that's what get, and there's no substitute for experience. When you've worked at, you know, for, for VWE and then OCCW, then you come work for us at UWC and you're working at Burreso Dojo, you get all these different looks, you get that experience, and, and it just, it just adds to your game. So that, that's, that's what we're talking about, man. That's what, what it's all about. And, and with all that experience and stuff, it's going to come, you know, the, the limelight and stuff like that. But real quick, uh, Legendary, I got to take a quick to reset. Can you hang on for about, um, can you hang with us for about another five minutes or so? Go ahead. Yeah, we're going to get to the we're going to get to the question of the day, and I'll take it around the horn. So let me take a quick break. It's going to be real quick, and we'll be right back after. Hang on, everybody. here live at UWC Radio. Don't forget, you can check out unitedwrestlingcouncil.com. Talking to Legend Daryl, talking a little about getting your name out there and getting your stuff together so people know who you are. The more people who know who you are, the more it's going to get out there. So also, don't forget, big uh, live broadcast slash photo shoot coming up this Saturday. It's going to be at Paul's Photo. It's at 23845 Hawthorne Boulevard, and the city of Toronto is going to be there from 10 to about noon. 
make sure you come down, check it out. It's a good time for everybody. Now, Legendaro, this is this is what we do when we have a guest on or whatever. I always talk about different subjects and stuff like that. But as Sonia and I were talking in the opening, and I'll take it around the table, okay? You know, one of the since I've been doing this, which I've been doing it for years, the the, the whole thing of death matches and and stuff like that. This is this is my thoughts on it. It doesn't take much to to be able to just hit somebody with a light tube or, or stab them with the with the spike or something like that to me. But there is a, there is a specific spot for death matches. Like take for instance, Guyam and I went back and forth for for a long time, and then the big uh, uh, end of the world was him and I in a dog collar match. So so there is a spot for it. If you guys have been going back and forth, and then at the end, when it's the big, you know, final end of the world, you have that big cage match, or you have the dog collar match, or, or chain match, or something like that. Yeah, that's the uh, culmination, you know, of the big, and then you end it. That's it. You Whoever wins, that's it, no more. So there is a spot for it. But even Sabu himself said when he went to Japan, they wanted him to do barbed wire matches every night. He goes, dude, the end of the world can't come every day. You know, we have to lead up to yeah. it or whatever. So that's my thought. There is a spot for death matches. You know, it just depends on, on if you work it right or whatever. So we'll go to our guest first, and then we'll go to Sonia. Give me your thoughts on that, Legendero. I mean, there is a spot for it, or you think it's just, you know, dumb, or you should do whatever night? Give me your thoughts on it. Um, I'm not really big on death matches. Um, uh, I've worked a few street fights with Nightmare. Um hmm. But uh, they take a lot out of you, and, you know, you always risk, you know, messing something uh, part of you permanently. So, and with me, my whole idea on that is I want to be able to, you know, if I have to do something that big or important, I'm willing to. But as long as, you know, it's worth it. Um, so, I'd rather, like, build it up. You know, not everything needs to be, yeah. Yeah. Um, like I was really, yeah, I was really pumped to do a street fight with Nightmare because it was my first kind of street fight. Um, but you know that kind of stuff, it just it like chair shots, cutting yourself open, getting smashed in steel cages, diving off the ladders. Um, you know, getting put through tables, which I've luckily, unfortunately, not had the opportunity to do yet. Um, you know that stuff. You know, I don't. It's not much of an issue as as long as you know. You're, you're building yourself up to it. But if you're just doing it all willy-nilly all the time, it kind of takes the value out of it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, if you – Yeah, if the death match is the end of the world, it's something that you're leading up to and people are anticipating. Like, oh, dude, now they're going to put the dog collars on. It's really going to be on. But if you're doing it every day, it just doesn't seem like it, it has the same meaning. Sonia, let me tell you something. When I worked for your dad, which I worked for a lot of years, if you dare – yeah. You know, started bleeding or or did something without him knowing or you leading up to it. First of all, you get a whooping from him. And second of all, he just can't <laughs> rip you. He'd say, hey, man, get that crap out yeah. of here. So give me your thoughts on that real quick. I agree about what, what Legendaro was saying. Like, they should be built up to. Like, they shouldn't be done every day. Um, I don't like it. The one you were telling me about was extreme. <laughs> yeah, well, we were talking about before we went on air. 
<laughs> yeah, that was I. I, I couldn't even watch that one, show? honestly. No, no, no. It was. I don't even. Honestly, I don't want to say which show it was because because I, I you know the guy was nice enough to come on and we talked and stuff like yeah. that. But I mean, it was just a little bit over the top to where people, you know, some people yeah. started leaving it, and I kind I of felt bad. I could have, I could have watched something like that. <laughs> it was, it was yeah. a bit much, but but this, like it, like it, when it when it. It's one thing watching them fight each other, but like to see people actually really getting that badly hurt, it's like yeah. not yeah. something I find fun, and I wouldn't want yeah. my kids to see or. <laughs> yeah, and I I had my ten year old nephew with me, so I was constantly saying, "Hey, man, you know, don't listen to their potty mouth and don't do this and then, you know, no, that, you know, yeah. just don't be careful and all that." So I was constantly, you know, letting him know. So it was kind of, you know, to the extreme, for lack of a better term. But anyways. Um, real quick before we get out of here, when we always have a guest on for the first time, like we do. Well, I had him on on the live stuff, but this is the first. It, it's weird because we have kind of like a different audience that listens to this one and a different one listens to the live. But here, here's the question I always pose: Regardless, you know, uh, Legendaro, any wrestler or whatever, they said, look, man, dead or alive, you can wrestle any wrestler um, that you want to, that you've been wanting to wrestle, or is your dream match or whatever. I'll tell you mine, and it's it's a trip because it's coming to fruition. For Samoa Joe, I said, man, if I, I just wanted to wrestle Minoru Suzuki, yeah, I don't do it anymore because that dude is just ridiculous, man. I think that guy's really cool, and I would like to go toe to toe with him. So that's mine. But what about yours? If they said Legendaro, anybody you want? It's actually kind of hilarious. It's actually kind of hilarious because we have the same one. It's just I'd rather do it in Japan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that's that the reason I'm doing. That's all. That's the reason why I'm doing all this right now is so I could wrestle in Japan. And Minoru Suzuki yeah. is like. My my choice, yeah. He's he's like the dream opponent. Especially that's why I'm doing the whole Pancras and Lucha because you know yeah. it's strong style. Um, yeah. And Suzuki's like the dream opponent to have. So yeah, and man, he's yeah, had so he's had some. You just have, you have good taste. When that dude was in Noah and 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 he was wrestling out there, like the the main event matches out there were were like you know how they talk about that big fight atmosphere. You know, like when you fight like Junakiyama or people like that. I mean, it was huge, and that they went at it or whatever. I mean, that's really what wrestling, you know, was all about. He's kind of brought that still to this day. So I think that's going to be. And then Joe, when he when he wrestled Kenta Kobashi in Ring of Honor, that was match of the year. You know, so I'm like, dude, when I heard that that show was booked for tomorrow, on, on I'm like, yes! I'm like, should I take off work to prepare for it? I'm like, no, no, okay, I'll be all right. And, or whatever, because I don't want to go work overtime and miss it. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just huge. It's huge. So, all right, hey, Legendaro, man, we appreciate you coming on and, and coming from me, who's been in the business for, for many years, and then Sonia, who... Her dad, Pistol Pete, is the one that, that, that brought me into the business and trained me and stuff like that. You know, we appreciate somebody who takes the time, you know, to come on the podcast and get their name out there and talk about, you know, where they're wrestling and stuff like that to bring, you know, that element to the sport. So from two people who can appreciate it, man, we, we, we appreciate you yeah. coming on. So for the people listening, don't forget Legendaro. He's got a bunch of matches coming up. You can follow him on his social media. Uh, what's the social media for, for your Instagram and stuff? It's same thing, Legendary. Uh, it's actually going to be Legendary W. So, because um, my last name is Williams. So, just Legendary W. Uh, L E N G A R Y. No, uh, no uh, L E N G E N D A R R Y L. W. 
W. Okay, I got it written down, so we'll give it um, at the end of the podcast. So we look forward, man, to checking you out at, at the shows coming up. And, of course, the big show coming up, Major Love, which is coming up on June 26th. It sounds like it's a ways off, but it'll be here before you know it. It's going to be Legendario and Maligno versus Rayo de Plata and Jim Stranger. That's going to be huge. I'm telling you, man, you want to make sure you're there so that you check out that show. So we definitely look forward. All right. Hey, Legendary, a million thank yous for coming on. We'll talk to you real soon. All right, my friend? Of course. Thank you for having me. All right. You got it. So, you know, right back after this. Legendary, everybody, make sure you check him out. Here going, man. Uh, I got some time to talk to Sonia before we get Principe Peru in here. And then I look at the time, like, dude, I talk so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we already got got to get to our next guest or whatever. So I'm gonna punch in his number real quick. But before we call him, okay. um, you, you kind of get where I'm going, Sonia. This kid, he's yeah. young, but he's doing everything that he's supposed to. He's making the rounds. He's wrestling. He's yeah. not saying, oh no. I, I can't. I have to he, wrestle he main event, or I'm not wrestling. He sounds very humble too. Yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah. I, I'm gonna. He sounds very humble, and like he wants to just build, build it up, yeah. and then make the money. You know, like that's how it's supposed to be. You know, people and, are, and, like the wrestlers are supposed to be like that. Like you just can't get out there and be like, oh, I'm the, I, I, <laughs> I deserve all this the shit. I, I don't know what. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm gonna be honest. I mean, I was, I was surprised when when he came. And yeah. believe me, I'll say, okay, I'm going live from 10 to 12. And from 10 to about 11, 20, we're just sitting there. We're watching videos and we're talking. And then they all come at the end. And I got to try to jam everybody uh, in at the end. This kid was there before I had even finished setting up. So I'm like, dude, oh, cool. what, are you yeah. doing? what are you doing here? And that's what like, it for takes. It's like... <laughs> Go ahead, Nobody I'm sorry. wants to deal with an asshole, so it's like you know when you're coming at the end, that's kind of douchey. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I mean, I don't know if they're trying to make an appearance or they just can't get up on time or whatever, you know. But it, it, yeah. it you know, I mean, some be might be busy, some might be working. You never know. But yeah, if they're coming to, at the end and they had nothing else to do, then it's like, come on. Yeah. Well, to be honest, it's been like that. Forever, even when when, we, when I was working for Tap Out MMA uh, or Sinister Radio, or whatever, we dude, if we had somebody come on time, we were so happy. I mean, it just it was just weird. Yeah. Everybody would just come. So sometimes I would say, okay, we're gonna go live at ten. I'd say we're going live at nine or in the morning, so that they would get there, you know, at around at around the yeah. right time. <laughs> That's what we had to end up doing or whatever. So hey, man, it's just it's just part of the business. But you you kind of start to weed out and see who really yeah. wants it and who, who wants so, it and who doesn't yeah. yeah so real quick before we call principe peru we had a change in our match you know so um now it's yeah it, one of the one of the wrestlers wanted a little bit more money and i i tried to fight for him but man he's like no nah, if 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 he comes correct we could put him on the next show or whatever but for this one forget it i'm tired of that or whatever and i tried i'm like well what, uh, that's it so I'm like, okay, because Manny's, you know, for the people listening, he's the one that's yeah. paying, you know, and like we talked about, hey, man, yeah. he's had to work a few 
double shifts Doubles. and stuff like that to yeah. pay. So I can't be saying no. This guy stays or this guy doesn't. It he's he's got the yeah. final word. It's his money. So yeah, yeah. So now it's going to be. Uh, oh, now that this is good that we have him on, it's going to be myself, Freddie Helmuth, Principe Peru, and one thousand percent knockout Nicolette. That's Team Roots because we have somebody from Mexico, we have somebody from Puerto Rico, and we have somebody from Peru now. So that that was that worked out really well. So now we're going to be yeah, going that's... up against Drew, Drew Masters, Guistal Coatele, and a new player in the game by the name of Louis Alfaro. And he wrestles as Louis Louis. He's one of the guys that I actually saw at that show that we were talking about, and he. He yeah. wrestled, and when I saw him, I said, "Man, you know he's he's got something there. We're gonna bring it out of him, or whatever." So when the and, yeah. and dude, and so when I talked, he's like, "Absolutely, bro. Yeah, I'll go anywhere. Let me know whatever match, whatever. Just and I'm like, okay, okay. that's what I'm talking about. So now he's with us. He's gonna be I in like our when match. Say that. <laughs> yeah. So, so hey, that's what it's all about, you know. So hang on a second. Let's let's get Principe Peru in here. We'll talk to him okay. a little bit, and then we'll. We'll talk a little bit more. There's a couple of things I want to talk about uh, news-wise. Okay. Hello. I can't stand right. Hello, may I speak? Is this Principe Peru? You're live. Yes, this, uh, this is him. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? Real quick for the people listening, you're here. You're at UWC Radio. Don't forget you can check out unitedwrestlingcouncil.com to check out all the latest information and let me tell you something. When, when you're a Principe Peru and you have so much going on, just to try to wrangle him in to get him on the show is it, it, huge. So we're going to talk to him about that. But real quick, uh, Sonia, I'm sorry. I, I'm constantly cutting her off because I got so much to say. So please, Sonia, say hi to Principe Peru. Hello. How's it going? Muy bien. Uh, how are you guys? We're, I'm doing we're good. Doing, Thank you. For the, for the people listening, I want to talk a little bit about Principe Peru because we, we haven't even uh, completely advertised the show, okay? So just a little bit that I put out, people are like, dude, where is this Principe Peru coming from? You know, how, w- so it kind of all worked out. This is what happened. I've been working for Lucha Libre Alliance for a while, and Principe Peru was working some shows over there. And Jack Fancy was bringing him out, and he's like, hey, bro, I got this dude that, you know, he's really good or whatever. And... When I saw him, I said, "Man, you know what? This this guy's got something here. I, I'm I'm gonna I, I want to get him. I got some things worked out. I want to bring him over with us. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Right? Then I saw him at the show that we were just talking about, uh, Sonia, before we went on the air. I saw him there, <laughs> yeah. and I said, I, you know, I didn't get a chance. To, I didn't get a chance to talk to him because." You know, he wrestled, and then he, I don't know, I guess, I don't know if he had to catch a plane or wherever he had to go, and then get a chance to talk to him. So I called him, and I said, hey, look, man, you know, I think you got something here. I'm going to put you with us. Yeah. And he's like, oh, man, let let me know whatever you want me to do or whatever. So Principe Peru, I know you're not, you know, because I, I haven't had a chance to talk to you since that we got you booked, but, dude, this, now this match is turning into be something that, that we're talking about. Back in the day... We used to do, uh, uh, we used to be called uh, MAGA, Mexicans Aren't Going Away, over an OCCW. And, <laughs> and it was pretty cool because we had me from Mexico, we had uh, Puerto Rico, and one from Cuba. And, and it was really cool. And then it got killed because it was getting so popular that they kind of like, hey, let's, let's put it on the back burner or whatever. So now that we're here, 
you know, and I have Freddie Hillmuth with me, and then I have uh, have 1,000% knockout Nicolet. I said, hey, man, that's the roots right there, Puerto Rico, Mexico. Let's bring in Principe Peru, and then we're going to have the real roots because now we have somebody from Mexico, somebody from Puerto Rico, and now somebody from Peru. So he's coming with us. And I don't know about you, Principe Peru, but I think we're going to come and do some damage. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm excited. I mean, it, it's going to be one of those instances where we're, we're representing not just Latin America, we're representing all of America, whether it's North, Central, and South. Yeah, and yeah. we were talking <clears throat> before we brought you on air, um, th- th- it was a specific match that we were going to uh, go against, <laughs> but it's changed since since the, since last Sunday. So now it's. I, I think you were on the same show with them that we went to. It's going to be my. It's going to be myself, Freddie Helmuth. Príncipe Peru and Nicolette versus Drew Masters, Cristal Coatele, and now Louis Alfaro. I knew him as Louis Louis back in the day. He's wrestling as Louis Alfaro now. But, dude, he threw his ring in the hat. He's like, hey, bro, if, if I could be a part of that, I'm totally down. So he was actually on that show that I just saw you at over there at Dela O Jiu-Jitsu. Are you familiar with this dude, or was that the first time you saw him too? That's the first time I saw him. I know he faced the Red Bat. Um but yeah, it was the first time I saw him, and yeah, I mean, he he was impressive. But I mean, at at the next show at UWC, he's on the opposite side. So as impressive as he as he is, you know, he's going to be no match against us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's I'm, right. I'm, I'm not trying to. <laughs> I I am hyped about this match in particular, only because I have been wanting to bring back, you know, a faction like that because it did so well before. And then Principe Peru was just the, the what's it called? The the icing on the cake or whatever. When I saw mm-hmm. him, and especially when I saw him on his last show, I think he wrestled Commando or whatever. I said, dude, they have no idea. They have no idea what I have in store with, with Principe Peru to come with us. And we're going to, you know, make it the roots and reunite. So he's going to bring out the, the flag from Peru. You know, we got the Mexican flag, the Puerto Rican flag. And it, I have a feeling it's just going to, just going to blow up into what I think it is. And this is, this is a good opportunity because, be <laughs> yeah, you've got Drew Masters who wrestles that strong style, you know, puro wrestle style. And then you have Cuistal Coatele who's, Lucha Libre, and he's he's worked a lot of strong style too, which a lot of people don't know. And then Louis, who is not the biggest dude in the world, but this dude's hungry. I mean, when I told him, hey, look, we're gonna put you against, he's like, bro, uh, let's do it. I'm totally down or whatever. So this is this is what I'm talking about. It's gonna bubble up into something that that we're that we're really looking forward to. So real quick. For the people listeners, don't forget Major Love. It's it's June 26th. It's somewhere. It's down the line a little bit, but like I said, it's going to be here before you know it. So it's Sunday, June 26th. It's at Metroflex Gym at 12551 East Carson Street in the city of Hawaiian Gardens. Now, the doors open at 1.30, and there's bell time for 2 p.m. They're going to have a, a VIP ticket where, you know, the fans can get in a half hour early so they can do a meet and greet with the wrestlers, which gives you first chance at the merch and gives you first chance, you know, to uh, take a picture with the wrestlers or whatever, whatever you want to do. So you definitely want to check out UnitedWrestlingCouncil.com, you know, so make sure you check that out. So real quick, Principe Peru, talk a little bit about that. I mean, you know. I, I'm not going to say you're fairly new to the business because I've seen you at a few. I've seen you a few times at Lucha Libre Alliance, and then I saw you at this last show, whatever. Talk, talk a little bit about that. Talk about the experience here because you know LA is the hotbed of of pro wrestling because not only do you have 
American style pro wrestling, but you have a ton of Lucha Libre shows and you have a ton of, of the Puresu shows, which is like the strong style Japanese. You know, what, what, what brought you into it? Is that what, what drew you to L.A.? Because there's so much uh, different, different styles going on? Yeah, just just the melting pot. I mean, I, I'm I'm from Lima, Peru. I'm that that's that's obviously being the royalty that I am. You know, that that's my those, those are speaking of roots. Those are my roots over there. But yeah, I mean, always been keeping an eye out just on wrestling in general, and just I feel like Los Angeles. A lot of people don't don't kind of don't don't talk about Los Angeles too much, and I feel like that's the best the melting pot of, of pro wrestling. Lucha Libre, Puro Resu. I mean, my first match. Um, in LA was at the Purasu, the the Enoki Dojo, not too long ago. So just uh-huh. seeing that, you know, getting with Lucha Libre Alliance and you know doing more things, Lucha Pro uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's I'm in no better place than than yeah. Los Angeles to really really get out there and you know show what you know Peru is all about. We don't really get too much love. Yeah, don't get me wrong, Mexicans are great, you know, Puerto Rican, all that all that jazz, yeah. but. You know, don't don't sell Peru's too short. You know, like it's I'm, I'm mostly bringing my culture into lucha libre, into pro wrestling, into you know just America in general. Like people don't realize just how great our wrestling is, our food is, our women are, just all the above. Just I'm here to to bring all that in. Yeah, see, this is why the roots is so perfect because that's where the where the roots come from. And let me tell you something. I'm telling you right, not just because. Principe Peru is with us right now on the air or whatever, but I'm telling you, man, I'm putting you on Lucha Libre Alliance, those, I'm putting you on notice, man. This guy's going to start tagging with me, and we're going to start coming and doing some damage. I've seen I've seen what he can do, but I've seen the guys that, he, that he's, he's wrestled, and they start wrestling, and then they kind of see what you can do, and then it just turns into a bro. They just start throwing punches mm-hmm. and kicks, and it just, gets, it just gets all out of control. So now, we're, we're we're going to have the back. You, you kind of get what I'm saying? That's just going to stop. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to get beaten. That's what's going to happen or whatever. So we definitely look forward to Prince de Peru coming and being with us on this big show. Now, you got anything major booked uh, between now and yeah. then? What, what do you got going on? I do have a show, Lucha Pro, May 1st. Um, you know, that's at that 132 East Lawrence in, in South L.A. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always looking for more bookings. Um, you know, I got my eye on the pulse. I've been, you know, I don't know if you noticed, but I was there at the last show. You know, I was kind of keeping a little profile. I don't want to take the spotlight away from, you know, any of the wrestlers that you had, you know. So I had my eye on, like, just a lot of the guys there, you know, AJ Mana, uh, you know, Koto Hero. Like, there's a bunch of guys there. I'm like, man, like, these guys I could tear it up with. But, yeah, just, just anything in general. Um yeah, just always keeping my eye on the prize. Hopefully, uh, I can maybe go go do some more shows at the OCCW Dojo, and yeah. you know we'll yeah. see how that goes. Yeah, I, I I think so. I'm pretty sure you'll have a few shows before we get to this big show. We definitely look forward to that. But I'm telling you, man, I I, I think we got something here. I really do. I talked to Freddie the other day, and he's like, "Bro, this is this is what I'm talking about." And I'm like, "I'm telling you, dude, mm-hmm. I don't know much in this world, but I know wrestling." And I know if we bring yeah. him in with us, man, we're going to do some major damage or whatever. So that, I, that's why I'm saying, <laughs> I, dude, I'm, I'm an old man. And it's hard for me to get, you know, kind of uh, uh, hyped up for a show or whatever because I'm like, bro, I hope I can, you know, I hope I don't break my neck or whatever because I'm so old. But then when this show, when when we put this together, I'm like, oh, dude, I'm just, I'm, 
psyched for this show because I think this is this is just going to be one of the matches that's just going to bring it to the forefront. So definitely, definitely looking forward to that. Now, real quick, Principe Peru, I know you know you got a lot going on. Can you hang with us for for the news, or or you got to take off? Yeah, I, I can hang. Okay, can you hang for about ten minutes? Yeah. Well, hey, Sonia, when you're Principe Peru, time is valuable or whatever. So let me take yeah. a quick break and we'll come back and we'll do this. Hang on, everybody. here live at UWC Radio. Don't forget, you can check out UnitedWrestlingCouncil.com. I got Sonia with me. We're talking to Principe Peru, talking about working all these different shows, which is leading up to the big show that we got, Major Love, which is coming up on Sunday, June 26th. We definitely look forward to that. Now, real quick, Principe Peru, do you keep up a lot with a lot of the American wrestling, like WWE and AEW and stuff like that? Yeah, honestly, I watch it all just because there, well, there. I'm gonna. I mean, the answer is very obvious. There is very. There is one thing lacking in WWE and AEW, and that's a peruano. So exactly. I'm always, always watching to see how I can infiltrate my way in. Yeah, I, I think it's only it's, it's only a matter of time. I mean, with with you don't see anybody from Peru. It's just like before they didn't have a Cuban or whatever, and then they had the Cubanitos, and they finally came out or whatever. So it's like, dude, you know, it's 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 only a matter of time. But. Um, Real quick, I, I, I got you. Know, like, I don't like Randy Orton. That guy sucks. I, I, I just don't. See I it. agree. I've been, I've been on my show and said, you know, he, he absolutely. I don't like him because uh, the reason I went on a rant is because just because of that, he, he, um, he slapped Andrade, I think, or whatever, and somebody else. And I'm like, dude, even if it is a work, you shouldn't be slapping people and and talking stuff and telling them to get out or whatever. You know, and then as a wrestler, that makes you seem like you need to do that to get yourself over. So I, I never liked it, and it just snowballed for that. And then another good reason was last Monday. The only reason I watch Monday Night Raw is for Chad Gable. I think that dude is awesome. That guy's got talent. He's in shape. He's a real wrestler. He can put on a show. The only person that has a better moonsault than him is Kurt Angle or whatever, and they freaking bury him every time. And to make it worse, Randy Orton's the one that has to that has to you know bury him or whatever. So last night I went to bed. It, I couldn't even sleep because I was like, God, why do they keep doing this? What you know? It just sucks. It doesn't make me want to watch it anymore. So let's take it around the horn. Maybe it's just me, okay? We'll start with Sonia and then we'll go to our guest, Principe Peru. I don't see it, in Randy Orton. You, <laughs> no. you tell me what I'm missing. Yeah, I don't either. I did. Did uh, who did he fight at the WrestleMania? Was it that guy Chad Gable? I did watch. Yeah. No, it wasn't, huh? No, I they did have watch like a, it, but they have a three way. Yeah, that, with, with Matt Riddle so, and them. That match was so. Oh yeah, it was. It was with the uh-huh. three way, but that was so yeah. boring to me. It was really boring. <laughs> like yeah, I, I didn't even know his. I couldn't remember his name. I was calling him Randy or uh, what's the the Ortiz? <laughs> yeah. And it's just it's just a shame because somebody who has so much talent, they put him against him to to make him look good, you know. So he has to be the fall yeah. guy. But 
uh, Príncipe Peru, are we missing something? Or, or to give us your thoughts. I mean, if I just watch the wrestling for the wrestling, and I, I, because I, obviously I'm a student, I, I watch, I watch and see what I can learn. Right. I, I don't think there's anyone better to watch than Randy Orton. I think just his feet work or his footwork, his movements, the mannerisms, the facials, the body language. I just don't think you can go wrong with Randy Orton. Now, politics aside, obviously, if you want to talk politics, there's a lot of guys that are probably a lot worse than him, you know, backstage. But as far as just crisp and sharp and just just somebody that just knows what they're doing. He must be... He must be doing something right because cause Nicolette and I went to a house show. And it was a trip because we, we, we went to a house show for WWE and we went last minute. And the tickets we got were the best tickets I ever had. It was eight rows back, but we were right on the rail where everybody comes out. You know, the, the walkway where everybody comes out. And it was like the, the best yeah. time. So Randy Orton comes out and he, I don't know, can't even remember who he went over on or whatever. And he does his little stupid pose at at the at the corner of the ring and all that so the two guys that were in front of me they were like in their early 20s dude they had randy orton jackets all this crap and they get up and they're clapping and i tap them and i go dude what is wrong with you the guy goes bro it's randy orton and it's like well he must be doing something right because these guys are marky mark and the funky bunch right in front of me or whatever so i, I maybe if you're in good shape and you're a tall dude and good looking or whatever, I mean, that gets you over. I mean, you you, you do have to look, know how to wrestle. I just don't like it. I just don't like people having to use other people to get themselves over. You should get. It seems like if they put him against somebody else, he's going to have to really work hard. But Chad Gable is just the type of person that's just going to be there and spot. Real quick, we'll put it this way, Principe Peru. Have you ever wrestled with somebody that's just right there? Because I'll give you an example. I've wrestled Biggie Biggs many times and that dude is just right there he knows how i work if i'm gonna do i wouldn't even have to talk that much boom he's just right there so it seems like that's the way it is with randy chad gable's like right there boom and and he can he can really make him look good have you ever wrestled somebody like that who's just right there spot on i wrestled a guy not too long ago i think like a few months ago um, name uh, I, you, you guys all know him. I think I saw him at the, your last show. Is Chaz Herrera? Yes. And oh, we yeah. just went out there. We went out there, and you know, everything kind of went it, how it went. You know, and, yeah. and I feel like, and I feel like we had, we had some good chemistry together. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I got the I got I I got the win. So, I mean, I I have no complaints. So yeah, yeah. It, I I'd love to sit there and see what else we can do together. Yeah, it's just yeah. like when uh, Chaz always puts on a great show. Yeah, yeah, and and he works at it. You know what I mean? He works really hard to, and he's one of the guys that doesn't have the ego. Oh no, I have to. You know, I have to yeah. do this and that. He's just gonna go and wrestle and put on a good show because he's comfortable in in his talent or whatever. It's just like yeah, he. Uh, I watched the the superstar Billy Graham documentary thing or whatever, and he talked about Dusty Rhodes. And he said, man, that dude was just right there. I mean, he would put on a show and make me look like a million dollars. He goes, so anytime they say, hey, you're going to work with Dusty, he's like, bro, it's like a night off or whatever. So it was, you know, it's, it, that's what I'm talking about. It's just there's certain wrestlers that are just right there. And I think Chad Gable is one of them. I just want to see that dude succeed because you can tell that guy puts 100% into it. So, okay, we'll go with that now. Real quick, before we get out of here, I know Cody Rhodes went over to WWE. 
and I, I knew he was going to do well. Yeah. But uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. I mean, Brandy, I know she had the baby and stuff like that, and she, um, you know, she was kind of working behind the scenes. She's training, I guess, back at at the performance center, you know, because she wants she wants to wrestle. Now, this this is I'm gonna and, and I tell Nicolette this too. Man, watch Brandy Rhodes. She knows how to work. We went to go see the New Japan, and it was Cody Rhodes and I think Marty Scurll against the Gorillas, Gorillas of Destiny, the big Samoanos. And, you know, they were going to splash Cody, and she came she came up and covered him, you know, so that they wouldn't splash him. And she's like, no, 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 no. And you know when the Samoanos do the splash, there's no knees or elbows. It's just – so they splashed her not once <laughs> but twice. And, I mean, I thought she was dead. I went home, and the whole crowd <laughs> went nuts. And I and when she got up and and you know she sold it, I went, man, that's genius. That girl, you know, she made a believer out of me. So I think I think she's going to enhance the Cody Rhodes, but they got to make him a a a, a, a heel because as a heel working with Brandy, that's money. So that's what I'm thinking. I think it'll work if they make uh, Cody a heel, bring her in, and have the the como sabemos the, the Samoanos, the, the Uso brothers, have them do that slam. People are gonna go, holy <laughs> crap! Well, she's dead. So that, we'll go to our guest, Principe Pedro. Give me your thoughts on that. I think they should bring her in, make Cody a heel. They'll make money. What do you think? I based on uh, watching Raw yesterday and the reaction that Cody got, I don't think he's turning bad guy anytime soon. Not anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. I agree. In perfect world, but but you think if if it did happen and they brought or they do bring Brandy in or whatever, you think that's money? I think that's money. I mean, I, I, there there's definitely a lot there. I mean, obviously the easy match can never happen. Uh, them two against Triple H and Stephanie, that would have been great, but obviously that can't happen anymore. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't, mind seeing, I wouldn't mind seeing Miz and Misses against uh what was the show called? Uh, the Road to the Top. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 would be money. She she did take a a huge bump there and she can work and she does know uh how to how to work the crowd and make them want to see Cody get killed. So you know, I don't know what happened, dude. You know, when we went to the New Japan house shows and, and the Young Bucks and they were going against Kota Ibushi and, and Kenny Omega. I mean, I, I, dude, you want to talk about Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? I thought it was well, – I saw Marty Skrull and Will Ospreay wrestle, and I, I thought I was going to die. I was like, this is the greatest match I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what happened. I don't know when AEW first started, they were doing so well, and now it's just – I mean – Okay, our last question of the day, and then I'll leave you alone. You, we'll take it to, to our <laughs> guest, Principe um, Peru. Do you think it's the Tony Khan influence that kind of killed it? Because, I mean, their their matches back in that, and New Japan used to be badass. Now it's kind of fizzled. Okay, give me your thoughts on that. I think it's different because now you're, not, you're working for TV. So you yeah. kind of have to adjust yourself for the TV cameras, for the TV audience, and also, like, there's they're all great matches but we see great matches every week so they don't stand out as much as they would when you see them maybe once every couple months at new japan house show now we're seeing the same kind of match every week so they're all great yeah. but nothing's standing out yeah yeah sonia what do you think um i don't know who uh that guy you were talking about is <laughs> 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 Will Osprey and Marty Skrull? <laughs> yeah. They're in New Japan, but they, man, they put on a show. You got to see them. Look them up. Look up Marty okay. Skrull, 
versus uh, Zack Sabre Jr. or versus Will Ospreay, man, they they could tear it up, man. It was really good. But I gotta tell you, I'm, I'm usually I'm not not looking forward to it, but with Minoru Suzuki going up against uh, Samoa Joe, this. Uh, Wednesday tomorrow. As a matter of fact, that that got me hyped. Now, that's gonna be that's gonna be a match and a half. So we definitely look forward to that. I, you know, I don't know. I just like to, you know, I just it, you know, it's funny because I was talking to Jimmy from Jimmy's World Order, and he said, "Hey man, what it is is they're bringing too many people too fast." He goes, "We didn't even get a chance to like Andrade before they brought somebody else in, and then they brought in CM Punk, and we didn't even get a chance to like him because then they brought in Brian Danielson, and then we didn't get a chance to like him because they brought in Ruby Rojo or what he goes, it's just one right after the other." And I thought, "Yeah, maybe that might be it. You're bringing in so many people so quick, you don't even have time to like this dude or hate him or whatever." Príncipe Peru, you think that might be something there too? I think uh, it just doesn't apply to what I'm about to say, but I, I was reading a Jim Ross quote or, or listening to his podcast, whatever, and he would tell some of the wrestlers, he'd be like, hey, man, you guys are going too fast. Like, you guys have to slow down, so I have time to put you guys over. Yeah. And that also applies to a lot of the wrestlers. Like, you, they, they can't have all these big, new, shocking debuts because you haven't had enough time to put some of these guys over because you're already moving on to the next one. Yeah, yeah, it, it, I think it does make a difference. Sonia, would you agree? I mean, you got to give him some time to I show, agree. right? Yeah. Yep, I agree 100% with that. And maybe they need to humble them like your dad did me. Because yeah. I thought I was a, I thought yeah. I was a big badass wrestler, and he told me you're going to be dazzling Dan. <laughs> you know, so you know, mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm, I have to really work hard to get that over or whatever. So maybe that's the key. But anyways, Príncipe Peru, I gotta tell you, man, I'm so looking forward to it. the big show coming up. It's going to be myself, Freddie Helmuth, 1,000% knockout Nicolette, and Príncipe Peru versus Drew Masters. We start Coatele, and now Louis Alfaro, better known as Louis Louis, I think it's going to be the, the show stealer, even though Santana Jackson is coming or whatever. Yeah. Against Guy mm-hmm. I, I'm excited for the show one, coming up. Yeah, it, it, it's just, it just keeps going. <laughs> so, and, and we don't even have the first match booked yet. We're still working on that. So we'll, we'll make sure we keep everybody up to date on that. Don't forget, for the people listening, got the big live broadcast slash photo shoot coming up this Saturday. It's going to be from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. It's going to be at Paul's Photo. It's at 23845 Hawthorne Boulevard in the city of Torrance. I know you're a busy man. You might be able to make it out there. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Although awesome. you, you don't need all the filth when, you, when you're – even though he wears the mascara, if you as handsome as Príncipe Peru, you don't need those filters and the lights and all that stuff. It'll just it'll just make mm-hmm. it look even that much better. Whatever. So yeah. we hope to see you out there. So, hey, Príncipe Peru, a million thank yous for coming on. We appreciate. It. We look forward mm. to, to checking you out at the big show, and we look forward to, to seeing you at all the other shows. So um, we will make sure on our social media and stuff like that that we promote that because we want to get those people out there to see you. All right, my friend. Well, thank you. Muchas gracias por todo. Gracias por everybody. De nada por ti, porque ustedes son de lo mejor, hombre. We got plans. <laughs> sí, we gracias. got plans for you, my man. So we'll talk to you soon. Uh, Príncipe Peru, make okay. sure you check him out. Sonia and I'll be right back to wrap it up after this. Hold on, everybody. <laughs> Okay, we cut that short so we can get out of here. Um, it's already, ooh, we already went 10 minutes over. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Sonia, uh, definitely look forward to the big photo shoot slash uh, yes. live broadcast. We will be there. Coming up. 
How's your cornhole game? Have you ever did, have you tried it before? I never. I think I played it one time, but <laughs> I'm looks, gonna play it again. <laughs> it looks easy, but when you get out there and it gets so frustrating because you're like, that's it. Oh, I make it or whatever, or you throw yeah. it against the dirt or whatever. So it yes. it, it is a, a good it's time. Like bean, or bag, yeah, beanbag type thing. Yes. Right? Yeah. And, and you get four of them. So if you can make one of four, that's cool. You make two of four, you're you're oh, in yeah. there like swimwear. So make sure you, you check it out. I'm going to try to make well, them all so I can get somebody chopped. I know Pete Jr. <laughs> said he's coming down. What about PB it's Jello? Gonna be him. I'm going to get Peter. Yeah, she's going to be there. And so will my okay. sister Vanessa. Okay, perfect, perfect. And Pete Jr. and Mike? Um, I'm not sure about Michael yet. I haven't oh, cool. really put asked, a, asked him. <laughs> put, a, put a bug in his ear because it's – it's. Uh, I will. I'll is, tell him. The, this is going to be the good picture so we can get the whole the – whole What's the word? Kitten caboodle in there. <laughs> yeah. So all, we want to make his, sure. All my dad's kids will be there. <laughs> yeah, we want to make sure because it's a team. People don't understand that it's a team effort. You know, it's not just you know you yeah. rent the ring and go. There's a lot of a lot of spokes in the wheel or whatever. So we definitely make yeah. sure you come down to And then don't forget, huge show. We've been working. We have been making a concerted effort to just keep going and bringing and and I think Sonia's been there a couple of times. How Manny and I fight and go back and forth. Like you know, he'll <laughs> yeah. he'll be saying, "Oh, we're gonna go ahead and get this, and we're gonna we're gonna." I decided this yeah. lights and this ramp and all that, and I, I'll go stand up for a working. minute. Yeah, he'll stand up, and I'll go turn around, and he go, "He'll go, what are you doing?" I go, "I, I just want to see if you're shitting money. I don't know what you're doing." <laughs> 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 I go, no, I don't, he, he's doing he, great though. Yeah, so we fight back like and his forth, ideas and are then, great. And yeah. then I have to I have to apologize and say, dude, you were right, man. Yeah. I mean, so many people said that was the a show. The lights and the fog. Yeah, yeah. It made, it made and it, like it seems uh, like it's getting even bigger and bigger and better and better. Exactly, so and that's, that's why. What we want. And that's why you know I went on such a rant last last week because yeah. people don't understand that costs money, and and I fight with yeah. him, you know, and and he tells me no, this is what I want, and we're not doing, we're not making a million dollars, we're we're doing it for you, yeah. and for the company. They you know, take everything to else that you have to do into consideration. Like exactly. It's not just, yeah, they come and wrestle, and it's only for a few minutes, but you've been planning this for months. We have yes. put a lot of. Meetings, gas, effort into meeting yep. and getting all the tables, the chairs, yeah. the rings, yeah. like everything. Yeah, the and help. people don't see, you know, the behind the scenes too, you know, getting there. And then yeah. this guy can't make it, so we got to bring somebody else in. And then, you know, at the last yeah, minute, this guy saying, well, the, I'm not yeah. coming. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. So, yeah. But, you know, we appreciate, you know, the people who come down. We're making it, you know, a, a, a huge, huge show and putting a lot into it so we really make it worth your while and i think this one's really going to set it off so we look forward to it. so yeah, sonia i'll see you next tuesday for the people listening don't forget you go to unitedwrestlingcouncil.com check out all of this information we hope to see everybody on saturday make sure and come down it's always a good time you can make a whole day because there's a, yep. a big air cafe next to there's a well there's a tuesday morning next to it and then there's a a Big Bear Cafe. Ooh, I love Tuesday there. mornings. <laughs> yeah, and then there's across the street, there's a Carl's Jr., and then there's a Starbucks. If you want to rent a U-Haul, there's, that's, that's right there. <laughs> so we can, you can make a whole day. Just come down and check it out. So, Sonia, I'll please yeah, tell we'll PBJ, be there. 
uh, uh, we're looking forward to uh, to seeing her up there, and of course Pete and everybody, because it's going to be a family affair, and it's going to be huge. I'm telling yes, you, we'll not be. be disappointed. So, all right, Sonia, uh, anything you want to say to all your fans in the, or anything before we get out of here? Hello, everybody. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you want to go out there and tell your fans and everything, uh, say anything before we, we leave or whatever? And I go, yeah, man. So it opened the door and everybody already be gone. He'd laugh. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know they're not, they're not listening to this to talk or to hear me. <laughs> you know? No, he, it's funny. It's funny. But anyways, okay, so yeah. I'll see you next week and we'll hopefully we'll see everybody out there on Saturday. We'll see you then. Yeah, we'll see you on Saturday. All right, bye.